family back home, send some Momo. Join the millions of MTN Momo users all over Ghana and live life the brighter way. So just Momo it. MTN. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee Radio Keta, Sun City Radio Keta, Saboba FM Saboba, and A1 Radio Bolgatanga. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook Live Stream, and my Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank, where Duraplast goes water flows. Coming up, dispute between physician assistants and the Ministry of Health rages on as the NLC begins mediation to facilitate a truce between the parties. If the government comes in, ministry comes in and speaks well, then we will withdraw. So we are expecting them to, to come out to say that they, they, are, they have called off the strike. We will not delay in finding a solution to it. But the parties must also be cooperative. We have more as health centers continue to reel from the impact of this action. We suffer in our community due to the industrial action. The nurses have refused to take care of them. Also in this package, police prosecutor fails to present accused persons in the case of alleged theft of over $1 million belonging to former sanitation minister as two more persons are arrested. No, some of these we see it as uh, gimmicks to deny people of the justice that they need. You know this matter, there are so many strengths here and there. And we know it is one of those tactics employed to keep the people in We'll hear more from the lawyer who is a, who is unhappy with what he describes as an attempt by the police to keep his clients in jail. Plus, tell you the action taken by the Attorney General. Also, Minority in Parliament takes on President Kufwado for claiming it will be too expensive to complete Saglemi housing project as he cut sort for a new affordable housing scheme. The project that we have done, you visited that site. You saw the level that we got to. This government allowed their party boys to go in and pick the doors, they pick the glasses, they picked everything. All these things are what is going to increase the cost of the project. We'll also hear from one of the developers, the State House and Corporation, and in sports. History made at the FIFA Women's World Cup as African champion South Africa seed around 16 spot with a dramatic late win over Italy. And as chiefs of defense staff in West Africa meet to decide on a possible military response to the political instability in Mali, Burkina Faso, and Niger, President Ekufado says the safety of Ghanaians remains his topmost priority in the face of insurgencies. Jihad is threat. In the Sahel and its implications for all of us. It's something that is a preoccupying issue for all of us. Meanwhile, the West African Network for Peace Building has called on leaders in the sub region to address the root cause of the instability. It is not about using militarized approaches in dealing with the problem. It's about dealing with the socioeconomic issues, governance deficits, the corrupt practices. 
Thanks for choosing us. This is John News, independent, fearless and credible. We've got details in a moment. And Bernice Abubeidulansa, it's a pleasure to have you here. The details now. This afternoon, the National Labour Commission, NLC, is hoping to facilitate a truce between physician assistants and the Ministry of Health as they appear before it on disagreements with some clauses in the Health Professions Regulatory Bodies Act. The physician assistants have refused to work, insisting changes be made to the Act. They want freedom to operate independently. President Anthony Asari Akon says a favorable response from the Ministry of Health is what will convince the association to call off the strike. If the first hearing does not go in our favor, whatever, but we are looking at government's posture at the meeting. If the government comes in, ministry comes in and speaks well before the commission, then we will actually withdraw. That is for a fact. We withdraw the strike. When I say speak well, is the things that we are requesting. You know, this is a commission. The case can linger for two years or one year. They could be adjoining. Based on when I say the poster means that sometimes they might come in and rubbish our petitions. But if they are able to tell, put down concrete, oh, we are resolving. We've met them. We are putting these things together. A, B, C, D together. So please, then we will, we will call it off. Well, the ministry, on the other hand, wants the group to call off the strike now that mediations have started so they can work together. Public relations officer Isaac Baofe says the ministry is hoping for a proper explanation from the physician assistants on what they want. After that meeting, we are expecting them to, to come out to say that they, they, are, they have called off the strike. Actually, the ministry intended engaging them. They want to, they want them, they told them that they want to attend that meeting and when they finish, we also deliberate with them. Like I said, they have a number of associations. It's not one association association. We have graduate physician association, then we have the physician association. So sometimes it's difficult who and who you are talking with. You just have discussions with this group and the other group will come and say that what you have discussed with this particular group, we are not part of it. And so if they are the same group, like Ghana Medical, uh, uh, Ghana Medical Association, it's for doctors and it's one group. Physician association, and I say some are graduate physician associations and some are physician associations. So when graduate physician associations take decisions, it's not binding on the physician association. And it's very difficult in negotiating. So. While the NLC is hoping today's mediation will be fruitful, Ofusa Samoa's executive secretary. As a commission, uh, we act with dispatch. And what I expect to do that uh, we will not delay in finding a solution to it. But the parties must also be cooperative. If you are going to a negotiation table and you say, if I don't get this, that's the end of the matter. Certainly, it might not uh, be very easy to resolve. It's a one-off negotiation that is give and take. You make concessions, and then there are. So I think that um, you have to be open-minded, negotiate in good faith, and be ready to make some sacrifices and gains as well, rather than taking an entrenched position going to the table. Ofoswa Samoa is executive secretary of the NLC. In the interim, the withdrawal of services by these physician assistants is affecting healthcare delivery at health centers and CHIPS compounds, even though the Ministry of Health says it's put in place measures to mitigate the impact. Lava Films Nanabwachi Yadom visitors some facilities in Kumasi. Here's his report.
It's been a week since the physician assistants embarked on a strike to protest what members deem as a move to subject them to the direction and supervision of medical doctors. Patients seeking services at healthcare centers, including chip compounds, are feeling the pinch. At the Kenya's Health Center, nurses say most referred patients are unable to go to bigger facilities. Once the PAs are on strike, we only come to work, sit down, wait for the afternoon staffs to come, then we hand over our important things and then the award to them. It's over 100 because all the hand centers are facing the same challenges, so they visit the nearby hospitals. At the Antwa Health Center, patients are mostly referred to Menshia Government Hospital. Some say they have been left stranded. We suffer in our community due to the industrial action. Some patients do get stranded. Love FM's Nanabwachi Yadom with that report. We've now been joined by Professor Ajiman Bedu Akosa. He's a consultant and a former director general of the Ghana Health Service for more on this. Good afternoon to you and thanks for your time, Prof. Now, we've heard from both parties in this matter, but drawing from your own experience as a former DG, how can this issue be resolved? Well, I think we, we need to go back to basics. What was it that caused the introduction of initially medical assistance and later on physician assistance. Everywhere, if you have a cadre of staff who do, let's say, the full gamut of work, then at a certain stage, because of numbers, you want to uh, provide another cadre that can take some of the more mundane aspect of work from that main cadre. And therefore, we realized that initially people who were trained as nurses who acquired experience in clinical services were then given opportunity to go to Kintampo where they did more clinical work and became medical assistants. Later on, we realized that we were not training enough of them because interestingly, the number of medical assistants, you know, did not overtake the number of physicians. But what we wanted was at least one doctor to about three, four, five uh, physician assistants or medical assistants. Then you could then provide work. And because of the way that we had created districts and sub-districts and communities, it made a lot of sense that you could then deploy physician assistants essentially in the sub-district who were then supervised by doctors in the district. But what has happened is that the provision has not uh, gone in the way manner that it should. And therefore, a lot of the physician assistants and medical assistants have worked almost as independent staff. And that is why they now tout they are independent. But, you know, you are a physician assistant. But the meaning of that is that you assist a physician. So, you Prof, cannot uh, be uh, an independent player. Uh, uh, you uh, cannot uh, be an independent member of staff. Right, Prof. You are supervised by the physician. 
Right. So clearly what we are seeing in some of the health centers that we have visited is that these physician assistants literally run the places. And so without their presence, uh, n- nothing really happens in terms of catering for ill persons. So are you suggesting by your submission that we have created this problem that we now have to deal with? Oh, yes. There's, there's no doubt about that. Because you see, if you, the, 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 the sub-districts had uh, the, 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 the clinic in the sub-districts where man medical assistants or physician assistants. Our management team, and therefore the, 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 the district medical officer was in charge of supervising their clinical care. Now, if you don't do supervisory visits and you allow them to work independently, then you have a problem. I mean, if, for example, you run a polyclinic, and let's say you have two doctors and four physician assistants. Then at the end of the day, there has to be a meeting that says, look, what were your challenges? What were the difficulties that you encountered? What were the cases that gave you uh, a greater challenge? And you discuss those cases. Right. You are then teaching the physician assistant almost on a regular basis. But if you choose not to do that, and you leave them and do their work. Now they're sitting down and saying, no, 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 we don't need to be supervised. But how can an assistant not be supervised by the physician to whom, you know, he or she right. is assisting? Mm. Prof, we'll leave so it here for now. It's a failure of supervision mm. that has caused that. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Professor Ajumana. Ajuman Bedu Akosa is a consultant and a former director general of the Ghana Health Service, sharing his thoughts there. We will be following that meeting between the NLC and the health officials and furnish you with the details. But let's head to the, the northern region now, Tamale to be precise. Our correspondent Martina Bugri is there for us. She's been visiting some facilities as well. So what's the situation where you visited, Martina? Um, I visited some um, kids' compounds and health centers. So most of them are empty today and we are told that normally when they come these physician assistants would prescribe and so because they are not there people prefer to go to tth or to go to the west or central hospital so the few i visited some were empty and and at one of the health centers they was told that what they do is they call their Bosses to seek for advice when they have a case that is beyond them. And so largely, yes, it's affecting healthcare delivery in chips compounds and health centers. But uh, they had had to move the pressure from these ones to the major hospitals that we have in the city. Northern Region correspondent Martina Bugri, they are away from health issues. Police prosecutors this morning failed to present accused persons in the case of the alleged theft of over $1 million belonging to former sanitation minister Cecilia Abnatapa. The prosecutors indicated the policeman responsible in presenting the two accused had traveled and couldn't produce them in court. Moreover, they indicated the AG has now fully taken over the case and will assume prosecution. Richard Kojunyaku was in court for us. Hello, Richard. What more can you tell us? Hello, Richard. Do we have Richard on? Well, we seem to have a challenge with Richard's line, but we've been hearing from lawyer for the accused persons. 
And you know our system police were saying all sorts of funny things. I can't mention them here. Uh, no, actually nobody asked for money, so but funny, that, funny things. Is that to the AG taking over the case? What is your reaction? I have no idea of that, except hearing from A. They, they, the, 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 the prosecutor informed the court that AG is preparing to take over the matter. And I, in my personal opinion, I feel if the AG is desirous and respects the judicial processes, they should have come to court today to tell the court that we have, we want to take up the matter. However, certain so, so and so and so are not in place. Therefore, we need one or two weeks to be able to take up the matter. You don't sit in your office and you instruct a police prosecutor to tell the court that you want to take no some of this we see it as some of these uh, gimmicks to deny people of the justice that they need you know this matter there are so many strengths here and there and we know it is one of those tactics employed to keep the people in you had lawyer for the accused persons in the case of alleged theft of over $1 million belonging to uh, Madame Cecilia Dapa. Now, uh, Richard Kodjunyako has joined us. He was in court for us. Richard, what more can you tell us? Well, so, Benis, uh, the two accused, 18-year-old uh, patient, Butchie, and 30-year-old Sarah J, were not in court. The police prosecutor, DSP Emmanuel uh, Nyamiche, told the court that they couldn't produce the two accused because the policemen that were supposed to do so had traveled to Tamale in pursuit of another case. They also told the court that they had apprehended two more persons in connection with the case and charged them. And so all four will be put before court in the next agenda. Now, the police uh, prosecutor also announced to the court that the attorney general had taken over the case and will be prosecuting the matter. So that is what transpired in court. But after the court, after the court we had an interaction with the, one of the lawyers for the accused, Augustine uh, James Fee, who you earlier uh, um, I mean, spoke with, and said that the police are essentially trampling on the liberties of the accused. And he made the point that the police of the accused had not even been taken, but the accused have an entirely different story to tell. He insists that his clients have stolen absolutely nothing. And so that is what happened, happened in court. Richard Kujunyako there for us in court. But as you just heard, the Attorney General has given some advice on the matter. Elton Brobe has details of that. What's the AG saying to the police, Elton? So long advice to the police, but in summary, the Attorney General is saying that Cecilia Abnandapa stated in her initial complaint to the police on July 1, 2023, that $800,000 belonging to a deceased brother and 300,000 Ghana cities contribution towards her mother's funeral contained in a box and a bag respectively were stolen. This is confirmed according to the AG by Henry Wasekwabina, who told the police on July 4 that he brought the box of money to her sister for safekeeping. Notwithstanding, the AG says that the confirmation by Cecilia Brandapa's brother, it is important for the police to conduct independent investigation into this to ascertain uh, the, the veracity of the story. One, the true ownership of the amount, that is 800,000 US dollars, the source from which the established owner of the amount of 800,000 came from, and then also whether the accused actually stole the full amount of $800,000 from the house of the complainants. Now, the AG, in summarizing the advice to the police, said that it's important for the police to establish the ownership of the various amounts of money dishonestly appropriated to avoid any duplicity in the charges. Also, the AG knows that 
the police investigating the acquisition of various properties by the first and second accused persons. Which investigation border on money laundering? The advice rendered above implies that you should broaden the investigations on money laundering and other financial crimes to cover the complainants in order to establish the matters raised above. This is in light of the huge volume of cash reported by the complainant to have been stolen from a home. It is also noted that the city of Brandapa, until recently, was a high-level public official, whilst her husband, Daniel Sekufo, in a statement to the police, indicated his profession as an architect. He says the police investigation into these matters is required to enable the Attorney General to take a comprehensive decision on the case. Elton Brobeda with details of the AG's advice to the police on this matter. Now, the minority in Parliament is, uh, is taking on President Kufado for claiming the abandoned Saglemi affordable housing project will be too costly to complete after he cut sword for the construction of a new affordable housing project in Pokwasi. The minority says the President's claims are untrue. Speaking to join News, Minority MP on the Works and Housing Committee, Andrew Darichuete, said the Saglemi project has been abandoned due to political reasons and not financial ones. The project that we have done, you visited that site. You saw the level that we got to. This government allowed their party boys to go in and pick the doors. They picked the glasses. They picked everything. Sinks. They picked, they removed the sink of the building. All these things are what is going to increase the cost of the project. Uh, that project, if well done, should serve Ghanaians. That is why he's the president. He should be able to find resources to complete that project. We should not go about saying that it will be expensive. So, so we should abandon it. Is that the idea? Well, on Tuesday, the minority in Parliament boycotted the sword-cutting ceremony. Uh, they argued that even before Parliament will approve financing for the project, government had gone ahead to start it. Minister for Works and Housing, Francis Asensoboache, at the sword-cutting ceremony, said it was the best deal for the country. These projects did not progress as expected, primarily because it failed to consider the entire ecosystem involved in the delivery of housing, such as the availability of land, infrastructure, sustainable funding, building materials, and an inclusive demand-side arrangement. Minister for Works and House and Francis Asensobuache. Let's head to Parliament now. Parliamentary correspondent Kweku Asante is there for us. Kweku, we understand the House is concluding debate on the media review. What more can you tell us? Well, the House hasn't started sitting yet because the Speaker, his deputies are all engaged in some assignments within the presence of Parliament. So that hasn't started. But even before that, I've been speaking to some NDCMPs on some national issues. For instance, I've been speaking to Dr. Kovner Donko, who is taking aim at the Auditor General for auditing the electricity company of Ghana. He says that after the loss of the country, ECG and other said public companies are not subject to the Auditor General in terms of auditing and even the public procurement laws. And he wants that to cease. Those are the kind of issues that are coming up ahead of leadership, wrapping up the debate on the floor later today. Quick Santa there joining us from Parliament. You're listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. Still to come, seven dead in accident at Nkinkensu on the Kumasi Tichiman Highway. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes. Water tank. 
Mamma mia! That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selindio. <laughs> That water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water pe pe pe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. What a tank! That's my boss, Mr. Foncho go talk. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank by Duraplast. Thanks for staying on the Midday News with me, Bernice Abubedolans. Up next to sports and Daniel Cranting has the latest. Hi, Bernice. The quest to end Ghana's 41-year Afghan drought would even be tougher should the Black Stars seal qualification to Cote d'Ivoire 2024. And that's according to Black Stars head coach Chris Hewton. The Black Stars will qualify for the competition if they avoid defeat in their final qualifier at home against the Central African Republic in September. Hewton reckons the importance or the improvement in quality of the teams on the continent will require the Black Stars to be at their very best if they are to bring home the trophy. Once you get there, what you what you want to do is you want to perform and perform well. I mean, one thing I have seen, Jim, in my travels and the games we've played is that the level of the African countries now has improved. Absolutely no doubt. And I think it's because of infrastructure. So many more now. The African players playing at good level, good clubs, the Europeans with good structure. There are some balances now. What were regarded as the lesser footballing countries have now improved so the competition is 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 greater you had Black Stars head coach Chris Hewton speaking in the Women's World Cup South Africa through to the last 16 after claiming their first ever win with a thrilling 3-2 victory over Italy. Thembi Katlane's 92nd minute winner proved the difference after Italy fought back to level with just 15 minutes to time. A draw would have been enough for the Italians to make it through to the knockout rounds, but South Africa will now face Netherlands on Sunday. Elsewhere, Brazil are out of the competition after a goalless draw in their final group game against Jamaica. That's all for sports. Back to you, Benis. Thank you, Daniel. Now, seven people have been confirmed dead and several others injured after a commercial bus and a trailer collided head-on at Kinkansu on the Kumasi-Tichiman Highway. The accident, we are told, occurred in the early hours of today. According to eyewitnesses, the bus carrying passengers from Kumasi to the northern region made a wrong overtaking and crashed into the coming trailer. Correspondent Eric Obing has more. I, I got to the scene around 7.30 um, and according to an eyewitness that was at the scene. He said the accident occurred around 6, 6.30 this morning. And that is a, um, a U-turn VIP bus from um, Accra to Techiman with a registration number AP198622. And the trailer is from um, Burkina Faso heading towards Tamale with registration number 2315F103. That's our correspondent Eric Obing. Now to some other stories here. The Ghana East Commission is seeking, seeking public support in raising funds for its activities. Director General Dr. Stephen Echiaheni Tremi in an interview with Johnny's revealed international donors are demanding 60% local funding. He fears the target of eliminating the disease by 2030 may not be achieved if citizens do not donate towards its activities. We have the strategies to achieve it. We have the policies, we have the programs and the tools to achieve. We have the human capacity to achieve the, strat uh, the targets. However, we don't have the resources to provide the services that will enable us achieve the, the targets. And that is where one of the major uh, problems. And so 
the commission uh, within its mandate is initiating resource, domestic resource mobilization uh, activities, you know, campaign. And without the contribution of Ghanaians, we will fail. Dr. Etiahine Trem is Director General of the Ghana AIDS Commission. Boatia Jaku is hoping to be among the top five candidates who will emerge from the 10 persons who are seeking to lead the new patriotic party. The Superdelegates Congress of the party is expected to prune the number down to five from 10. Mr. Jaku says his message is to return power to the grassroots of the party, and he believes he's the best to hand the NPP victory in 2024. Kwekwa Santi of our political desk has more. With barely three weeks to go, Wache Jako is ramping up his message to delegates as he hopes to be part of the five of ten candidates the superdelegates of the NPP will endorse to contest the party's flag bearership in November. The former energy minister believes the current economic challenge could pose a threat to the party's chances in 2024. Times, I admit, but all difficult times Jako has a message to his contenders who believe they can win the 2024 election simply because of their so-called special qualities. Our winning 2024 is not going to be on the back of somebody's mind. It is not going to be one person. It is going to be people like you who are going to go down to the grassroots. No one person is going to win victory for us in 2024. This is your election headquarters. We'll be bringing on the NPP Superdelegates Congress. And the Committee of Chiefs of Defence Staff in the West African sub-region are currently in a meeting in Abuja deliberating on the best response to the political crisis in Mali, Burkina Faso and Niger. The use of the ECOWAS standby military force to restore constitutional rule in these three countries remains the most viable option. But the military leaders in Mali, Burkina Faso and Niger have made it clear any such attempt will be viewed as a declaration of war. Defence Minister of Ghana, Dominic Nitowul says the country is ready to contribute troops if ECOWAS gives the directive. ECOWAS has given the junta a one-week ultimatum to Hanover or face severe consequences, including the use of force. After the one week, we will seek the direction of the presidents exactly what they will do. But I can say that the member states are ready. Uh, if it means using force, the member states will be ready to do that. Dominic Nitowul is Defense Minister of Ghana and the activities of insurgents in the Sahel remains a threat to countries such as Ghana. But President Ekufadu says the safety of Ghanaians remains his topmost priority.